Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 198, The Epiphany of the Lord, Year A. Today's feast celebrates the revelation of Christ who is the light to all nations. God reaches out and welcomes people of every culture and nation to be part of the heavenly kingdom. We too draw near to the Christ child and we too present our gifts and tributes to the Lord. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Behold, the Lord, the Mighty One, has come, and kingship is in his grasp, and power and dominion. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Hello everyone. May God's spirit of fortitude and self-control abide with us as we take this time to reflect upon the Holy Scriptures. Coming together as brothers and sisters in Christ, let us pause and reflect upon our sins in order to celebrate the Holy Eucharist. Lord Jesus, you came to reconcile us to the Father and to one another. Lord, have mercy. You healed the wounds of our sin and division. Christ, have mercy. You intercede for us with the Father. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in
let us pray that we will behold God's glory. O God, who on this day revealed your only begotten Son to the nations by the guidance of a star, grant in your mercy that we who know you already by faith may be brought to behold the beauty of your sublime glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Chapter 60, verses 1 to 6. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look around. They all gather together, they come to you. Your sons shall come from far away, and your daughters shall be carried on their nurses' arms. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and rejoice. Because the abundance of the sea shall be brought to you, the wealth of the nations shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you, the young camels of Midian and Ephah. All those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and frankincense and shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. The Word of the Lord Lord, every nation on earth will adore you. O God, give your judgment to the king, to a king's son your justice, that he may judge your people in justice and your poor in right judgment. In his days justice shall flourish and peace till the moon fails. He shall rule from sea to sea, from the great river to earth's bounds. The kings of Tarshish and the sea coasts shall pay him tribute. The kings of Sheba and Seba shall bring him gifts. Before him all rulers shall fall prostrate, all nations shall serve him. For he shall save the poor when they cry, and the needy who are helpless. He will have pity on the weak, and save the lives of the poor. Lord, every nation on earth will adore you. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Chapter 3, verses 2 to 3 and 5 to 6. Brothers and sisters, surely you have already heard of the commission of God's grace that was given me for you and how the mystery was made known to me by revelation. In former generations, this mystery was not made known to humankind, as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. That is, the Gentiles have become fellow heirs, members of the same body, and sharers in the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. 
the word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. We observed his star at its rising, and have come to pay homage to the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all of Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel." Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I also may go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh, and... Having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The Gospel of the Lord Whenever I read this Gospel passage, I can't help but be struck by the disturbing irony in it. King Herod summons the wise men from the east. They come and listen to him. They don't know him. They know he's a king, so they would presume that he was noble and gracious and had a concern for the welfare of his people. But he's not. He's filled with hatred, selfishness and jealousy, and he has murderous intentions. Herod manages to control all these emotions while he's talking civilly to the wise men. He seems genuinely interested in the star and the possibility of another king being born. But deep down he hates the idea and wants to destroy this new king. I also imagine he's choking on his words when he says, When you find him, tell me too, because I too want to do him 
homage, as if he wants to do him harm. We, the listeners and the audience of the gospel drama, know better. Herod hates Christ and rejects his kingship. He's threatened by it. He wants to kill him. He might as well have said the truth, although that would have given the game away, by saying, when you find him, tell me too, because I want to go and do him in. Which is really shocking. Herod wants nothing more than to kill our Lord. He is a liar, a destroyer. He wants to tear down, not to build up. To destroy and blot out forever the child who is actually the hope for and the light of all nations. Can there be any hatred greater than one who wants to blot out hope from the earth? For the sake of what? His own power? His own comfort? It's rather fitting that we're told in this passage that the wise men, after meeting Jesus, go home by another road. It says they listened to Herod, but it's clear they didn't swallow everything he said, and they didn't give him what he wanted. Instead, they've been converted. They're different, changed. They're new men, in fact. They'll never go back the old paths. It's all new having met and discovered Christ as it is for everyone who meets Christ and really opens their hearts and minds to who he is. Those wise men will not go and tell this hateful King Herod about what they've seen and heard, but instead they resolutely go home by a new road. Their lives changed to live the new reality of what they've experienced That's what each of us as disciples do when we meet Christ. We take a new road and we never look back. In the gospel today, the wise men from the east ultimately find the king, whom they've been very carefully searching for. Jesus, a humble baby, lying in the manger, not where you'd expect to see a king. He's found to be the revelation of God to the world, the light of revelation to all. The gospel today uses the quote from Micah, You, Bethlehem, are by no means the least. This is really important, not only because Bethlehem, far from being the least of all cities, but this humble baby in a humble manger is not by any means the least of all babies. And the shepherds are not anywhere near the least of all people. There's more than one revelation going on here for the eyes of faith to see. The message is repeated in later sections of Matthew's Gospel. The wise men, and us too, are being shown something deeply important. At first sight, the poor and forgotten of our society are insignificant. But that's wrong. They are, in fact, great, because it is through them that the Lord is coming to us. The reaction of the wise men is interesting too. When they enter the presence of God revealed in this humble baby in a manger, they immediately open up treasure chests filled with gifts. This should always be our reaction too in the presence of God. When we come before the Lord, when we come before Jesus, we too must open our hearts and offer God our gifts, our treasures. The response of any person to the revelation of God's presence is one of openness, generosity and service. 
the Magi offered Jesus gifts of gold for kingship, frankincense, acknowledging Jesus as priest and sacrifice, and myrrh for burial, looking to the eventual death of the Lord on the cross. We too come before Jesus and we too offer our gifts to the Lord. But what are these gifts that we're laying before the Lord? Let's think carefully about what gifts we're presenting to Jesus for him to make use of, gifts God gave us in the first place. Let's take some time at the start of this new year to come into the presence of Jesus, who is the light of all nations, and to think individually about what gift we're called upon to present before the Lord, for the Lord to use and transform. That great first reading from Isaiah shows something really interesting too. What is our response to seeing the revelation of Christ, who is the light shining in the darkness of the world? Our response should be this. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon us. So when we encounter Jesus, we must become lights ourselves, shining radiating Christ's light to everyone we meet too. This message reminds us we must believe so that the world can begin to believe. We must radiate Christ's light to the world and to all people so that people can experience Christ's light shining through us too. Today, on this Feast of the Epiphany and every day after it, we kneel before the Christ child, we bow and we give him tribute. We open up our treasure chests. What gift is it that I lay before my Lord? What gift is it that you lay before your Lord? I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. Amen. We come before our God, guided by the light of faith. For all bishops, priests and deacons and religious, that they may proclaim Christ to all nations. Lord, hear us. Let us pray especially for missionaries, that God will go with them and touch the hearts of all they meet. Lord, hear us. For all in authority, that they may promote the peace that is the gift of the Prince of Peace. Lord, hear us. For all assembled together in mind and heart, that our worship be sincere and our Eucharist prayerful. Lord, hear us. For all who are ill and those who care for them, 
that the Lord will give them healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. And that God's grace, mercy and peace will be with us, allowing us to be that light of Christ to everyone we meet. Lord, hear us. For the dead, that they may be guided to eternal joy in heaven, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. God of all nations, all praise is yours as we celebrate the manifestation of your Son. We humbly ask you to hear us and grant our prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Look with favour, Lord, we pray, on these gifts of your church, in which are offered now not gold or frankincense or myrrh, but he who is by them proclaimed, sacrificed and received, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you for ever and ever. Amen. Preface of the Epiphany The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For today you have revealed the mystery of our salvation in Christ as a light for the nations. And when he appeared in our mortal nature, you made us new by the glory of his immortal nature. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. We have seen his star in the east. 
and have come with gifts to adore the Lord. Let us pray. Go before us with heavenly light, O Lord, always and everywhere, that we may perceive with clear sight and revere with true affection the mystery in which you have willed us to participate. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone for this time of prayer and reflection, and I hope you have a blessed week and a wonderful start to this new calendar year. The Lord be with you. Let's bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. May God, who has called you out of darkness into his wonderful light, pour out in kindness his blessing upon you and make your hearts firm in faith, hope and charity. And since in all confidence you follow Christ, who today appeared in the world as a light shining in darkness, may God make you too a light for your brothers and sisters. And so, when your pilgrimage is ended, may you come to him whom the Magi sought as they followed the star, and whom they found with great joy, the light from light, who is Christ the Lord. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you forever. Go in peace. Love a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Reverend Paul Kelly. Prayers and chants from the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English in the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and revised 2009 by the NCC USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, from Together We Pray by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin by Geoffrey M. Ostrovsky. The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love Hymn in Memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, copyright 1996. Updated lyrics by Paul Kelly and Stephen Kelk, arranged and sung by Stephen Kelk, 2019. Please visit homilycatholic.blogspot.com. Production by Kelly Enterprises Resources. May God bless and keep you.